We are thankful and grateful to God for this blessed evening that he has given unto us. To my friend and my brother, Pastor Alan Living Good. Amen. That's a good name, isn't it? Living Good. Amen. Living Good and Good Living. Amen. Thank you for the invite, uh, my brother, into this church family. We uh, appreciate you all welcoming us again. Uh, to come this way, uh, soon be uh, what almost three years since we became acquainted with one another. When uh, I was blessed to preach at the KBC Pastors Conference in E-Town in uh, November of 15, and uh, shortly after that, I got a call from Pastor Adam Livingood. I didn't know him. He said, "I heard you preach at our conference." And the Holy Spirit had laid you on my heart to, I want you to come preach in, uh, in Berea at the Westside Baptist Church. Amen. And I appreciate the invite. And from that moment on, we've been communicating with each other. Uh, and thank the Lord for another opportunity to get together. We, we tried to get together and just to fellowship around the, uh, a table somewhere in Nicholasville, Lexington, Berea, somewhere. Seemed like our schedules kept uh, hitting up to each other. We couldn't get together. So he said, why don't you come over and preach for me? Uh, I said, that way we will get together. <laughs> Amen. So he said, you pick tonight, you can come. We'll be glad for, for you to come. So uh, I thank God for this opportunity. And all those that, from First Baptist for coming with us, I appreciate you coming as well. Amen. For this blessed event, uh, evangelism. If ever was a time that churches ought to become more evangelistic, now is the time. There are many people that are walking this earth that do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And we should not and we must not become so satisfied meeting in the house until we forget about those on the outside of the ark of safety. We must forever be concerned about getting the loss to Jesus. Jesus was so concerned about the loss until he left the portals of glory, wrapped himself in the human flesh, come down and walked among men, and went out to Calvary and gave up his life that mankind can get to know the Father through his death, burial, and resurrection. I want to read a passage of scripture and attempt to preach therefrom for the next 15 or 20 minutes, if the Lord be willing. From the book of John, Gospel of John, chapter 1, beginning at verse 35 through verse 42. John 1, beginning at 35 through 42, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. Again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following him, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, 
when translated teacher where are you staying he said to them come and see and they came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day now it was about the tenth hour one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Now when Jesus looked at him, he said, Since you are Salmon, son of Jonah, you shall be called Cephas, which is, which is translated a stone. I want to talk tonight about telling others about Jesus. Telling others about Jesus. We often speak of people that we admire. People who have been in the limelight. People who have touched us in our lives. We would tell others people about those individuals. And nothing wrong with telling others about the people that have been influential in your life. About the people that have helped you in life. About the people that you know. But there's no one better that you can talk about to others. Or tell others about greater than Jesus the Christ. Jesus really ought to be the conversation piece of all believers every day of the week. We ought to be telling others about Jesus not only when we are having troubles in life but when all is well in our lives as well. He ought to be the centerpiece of our conversation. We ought not just Sing! I woke up this morning with my mind on the Lord, on Jesus. He really ought to be on our minds. And we really ought to talk about him in the marketplaces of life. Tell others about Jesus. In this passage of scripture, I want you to see three things tonight. If you're going to tell others about Jesus, first of all, you must be with somebody who knows Jesus. You must be with somebody who knows Jesus. Not everybody that you know knows Jesus. But you need to be with somebody that knows Jesus. Look here in verses 35 and 36. We have John the Baptist with two of his disciples. With two of those whom he had taken to the water. Two of those that had been following him. They were with John the Baptist. But look in verse 36, and they saw Jesus. John was looking at Jesus. While they were looking at him, John was looking at Jesus. And he looked at Jesus, and he pointed Jesus out to them. He said, behold, the Lamb of God. That wasn't the first time he said that. He had said that the other day, as you read in verse 29 of the same chapter. He looked out and he saw Jesus in the crowd of the people. And he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of 
of the world. And now two of John's disciples following him along as he go about. And there Jesus is. Now if John had not known the man called Jesus, he could not have pointed them to Jesus Christ. So if you're going to tell others about Jesus, you must be with somebody who knows Jesus. John said, behold the Lamb of God, the one that have come here for the purpose of erasing or getting rid of, blotting out the sin of the world. He knew Jesus Christ. How did John know Jesus? He knew Jesus because the Holy Spirit had made known unto him who Jesus is. The one that the Spirit light up on. That's the one. That's the Messiah. That's the one. And John knew him to the point that he said that I must decrease and he must increase. In other words, John said, I'm on scene right now, but I'm getting off of the scene. I'm leaving the stage of life. I'm just here long enough to point people to the Lamb of God. And every believer ought to be able to point others to the Lamb of God. We ought to be able to do it, but you can't do it if you are not with somebody who knows Jesus. And that's the reason why evangelism is so important that we know him, that we can tell others about him when they're going through the troubles of life. How can you handle life? When you go through the ditches of life, how can I make my way across? That's opportunity to let others know who Jesus is. You got to be with somebody who knows Jesus. Who are we with? Who do we hang with? Who are we partnering with? Make sure you are with people that know Jesus Christ. But that's not all. Not only shall you be with somebody who knows Jesus Christ, if you're going to tell others about Jesus Christ, but you also need to know him for yourself. You need to be with Jesus yourself. Verses 37 through 39, listen, listen again. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. John's disciples heard John speak. They heard John when he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And they then began to follow Jesus. John didn't get uptight about that because mission accomplished. Did not John come for the purpose of getting people ready for the Lamb of God? Getting people ready to follow Jesus Christ? So John was happy that these two left him and went to Jesus and began to follow Jesus. It pays to be with somebody who knows Jesus Christ, but it also pays to be there with, Je with Jesus yourself. To be with Jesus yourself. It is so important to be with him yourself. To be with Christ yourself. Look what he said. They followed Jesus. 
They followed Jesus. But look here in verse 38. Look what Jesus did. Jesus then turned and he saw them following him. He asked them a question. What do you want? What are you looking for? Why are you following me? What do you have to say? Do, what do you seek? What are you looking for? And they said, we just want to know where you stand. Where are you staying? We want to be with you. We want to hang with you. We want to spend the time with you. Don't you know there was a time that people ought to desire to spend time with Jesus Christ? Now is the time. Because so much is going on in life and we can't handle life ourselves. We need to be with Jesus ourselves. Just don't go on somebody else's word about who he is and what he can do. You need to find out and I need to find out for ourselves that Jesus Christ is able to handle whatever come our way. Listen what they said. And Jesus said to them, uh, uh, what do you seek? And they said, we want to know where you stand, teacher. They call him rabbi, which means teacher or master teacher, somebody important. They knew he had a word. Now, some of us, and most of us, no doubt, have been with Jesus Christ long enough in life until we know that he is the one that have the word. Don't you remember that passage of scripture when Jesus had fed the multitude of people off a snack lunch? And when he got down to the teaching about the principles of God, about real commitment, about dedication, about devotion, they began to dismiss themselves. They didn't wait for the doxology. They didn't wait for closing prayer. They just left. And Jesus turned to the twelve. Said, aren't y'all going to leave too? Why y'all hanging around me? Why y'all standing with me? Aren't you going to leave also? And Peter said, no. Because you got the word of eternal life. That's why you got to make sure. If you want to tell others about Jesus Christ, you got to be with him yourself and know him for yourself. Really know him. Again, you know what Jesus, when he came in the coastal century of Philippi, he said to his disciples, who do men say that I am? Y'all been out in the community? Y'all been uptown, round town, through town, by town? Y'all been in the suburbs? Y'all been listening to people? Who do they say I am? They said, well, some say you're John the Baptist, you're Elijah, you're one of the prophets, and if Jeremiah, and everybody they named was dead. You, they say you are somebody who were, was here. They think you came back to life. And, you were somebody who lived a long time ago and now you're here. But, but don't you love what Jesus then asked? But who do you say that I am? There is a difference. There's a difference in the world not knowing Jesus, but it's much worse if the church don't know Jesus. We must know him in order to tell others about him. So you are the teacher. And Jesus said, y'all come and see. You want to know where I'm hanging out? You want to know where I'm staying? You know where? You want to be with me? Come and 
seed. So they went with Jesus. Look in verse 39. They went him with him and they found out where he was staying. Look, they just didn't find out where he was staying and leave. The scripture says they remained with him. They stayed with him that day. It was about the 10th hour. About 4 o'clock in the afternoon, they stayed with him. They wanted to be with Jesus. Because if you're going to tell others about Jesus Christ, you must have an inward desire to be with him yourself. To stay with him. Stay with him. I love what somebody once said. The Lord wants to be our father. God wants our father. He wants full custody of us. He just does not want weekend visits. Too many believers act as if it's okay if they just hang with Jesus a few hours over the weekend. But that's not what he's looking for. He wants us to be with him every day of the week. He wants us to dwell with him. Find out where he is. Where are you staying, Lord? He said, come and see. And they went and they stayed the rest of the day with Christ. So if you're going to tell others about Jesus, you must not only be with somebody who knows Jesus, you must not only know him yourself, but then you must be willing to share him with others. Listen, look at, look at the text. It's right here, beginning at verse 40. And one of the two who heard John speak and followed him, talking about Jesus, and followed Jesus was Andrew. Now, a whole lot, whole lot of not written in the scriptures about Andrew. Just a very little, but it's enough to let us know that Andrew knew the Lord. Let us know that Andrew found out it pays to hear about Jesus Christ. It's enough to read about Andrew to let us know that he found out it pays to hang out with Jesus. Matter of fact, you remember when he fed that multitude, he asked the disciples, where are we going to buy bread that these folk may eat? It was Andrew that looked out and ran the crowd, said, I found a lad with a snack lunch. I found a lad with a little lunch. He said, but what is that among so many? There's no way possible. As Andrew looked at that little lad's lunch, he said, there's no way possible this would feed all these folk. But at the end of the day, Andrew said a different thing. He found out something different about being with Jesus, by hanging with Jesus. He found out that Jesus Christ could take a little bit and feed a lot and have some left. You try that. And let me try that. Now that little boy's lunch wouldn't have, would not normally have fed half of the apostles. Three men couldn't have eaten off that boy's lunch. That wasn't enough for a man. But Jesus took it and blessed it and distributed it to the 12 guys. So y'all pass it out. And the scripture said everybody got enough. Then he said, y'all go back and pick up the fragments that remain. How in the world can you have fragments, brother, living good after you feed a multitude off a snack lunch? 
Well, the difference is when Jesus is in the midst. When Jesus handles things. And this is what happens. This is what you got to be able to tell others about Jesus Christ. So Andrew, that is mainly known in the scriptures as Simon Peter's brother. As Simon Peter's brother. That's who he is. That's who he is. See, I've been gone from Hopkinsville so long now until some people forgot about me in Hopkinsville. I go back, they say, aren't you Dennis's brother? That's my brother that's a year older than I am. They know Dennis because Dennis is still there. He's still in Hopkinsville. They know him well. And they said, aren't you Dennis's brother? And this way it is with, with Andrew. He was mainly identified most of the time as Andrew's brother. But look what he did. When he found out who Jesus is, he did something marvelous. Look what he did. The scripture says in verse 41, is the first thing he did after he met Jesus himself. Found out he spent some time with Jesus. I mean, he joined the evangelistic team. He started. He, he didn't wait for a motion. He did not wait for a policy to be put in place. He just started doing it. He went and found his brother. And what the scripture said, he found his own brother. Now, if you're going to really start evangelizing, checking those that are kin to you. Look among your family people and see who knows Jesus and who does not know him. That's a good ground to start. Let me tell you, it's not, it's not easy witnessing to family folk. Because family folk will remind you when you weren't saved. They will let you know how you've been acting at times since you've been saved. So, but, but the, that's a good place to start, though. So, uh, Andrew went to Peter first. Look what he said in verse 41. We. I found the Messiah. What a word to say. Now, if you're going to tell others about Jesus, you got to know him for yourself. You really got to know who he is. You can't go to somebody else, try to tell somebody else about Jesus, where the preacher said that he's the Messiah. Now, I said, we have found him. We know him. I said, we have experienced him. He's the Messiah. That word Messiah means Christ. The anointed one, the appointed one of God the Father. We have found the Messiah. Notice Andrew does not say, I have found the Messiah. He said, we have found the Messiah. To let Peter know, I ain't all by myself. There's some other people who have discovered the Messiah, who have discovered Jesus Christ. We have found him. We have found the Messiah. And then look what he did in verse 42. He didn't only go tell his brother about him. That's one thing. But he took another step. He brought his brother to Jesus, right? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You can't stay at the house no more. I don't told you about Jesus Christ. I have told you that we found the Messiah. He's able to do all things. I want you to come and go with me. He brought him to Jesus. Now if we're going to bring anybody anywhere, we ought to be busy bringing them to Jesus. Bring them to Jesus Christ. Why shall I invite them to church? 
Because Jesus is preached at the church. Why should I bring them to church? So they can hear more and more about Jesus Christ. Bring them to church so they can hear him and acknowledge him. And then they can submit to be baptized. To follow him into the water. You, he, he said, come on, come on, come on, Peter. Let's go. I, I got somebody you need to meet. I want you to meet the Messiah that I met. Meet the one that I know. Come on. And Simon went with his brother Andrew. And Jesus didn't say a word to Andrew in verse 42. But he spoke to Peter. Didn't say a word to the one that did the witnessing. Because the message was for the one that had been brought. He said, I know who you are. You are Simon. But guess what? I'm going to call you somebody else. I'm going to call you Cephas. I'm going to call you a stone. I'm going to call you a stone. You're going to leave this and become that. See, what happens when people get to know who Jesus Christ is? They are different. The Lord changes people from the inside outwardly. When we get to know him. Telling others about Jesus. Well you may say. I can't tell it like somebody else tell it. That's good. Just tell it the way you can tell it. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't tell it like the preacher tell it. You ain't supposed to tell it like the preacher tell it. You just tell it like a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. You just share your testimony. What do I talk about? Talk about what he did for you. If you ever been down, tell him he picked you up. If you ever been dirty, tell him he cleaned you up. If you ever been crooked, tell him he straightened you up. If you ever been outdoors, tell him he brought you in. If you ever been without, tell him he provided for you. Just tell your story. Whatever your story is, tell others about Jesus in the marketplace. When you go to Walmart, when you go to Kroger's, when you go to the mall, when you go to other stores, tell folk about Jesus. While you're sitting in the restaurant eating, tell folk about Jesus Christ. One of the outstanding preachers that I had a blessed privilege of being under in the western part of Kentucky, Reverend Gerald Jones, who's going to be with the Lord now, the most evangelistic preacher of his day that I knew. He would not go to a place to eat, and he took me a lot of places to eat. He wouldn't, I mean, go to Pizza Hut or wherever. He would not leave there without telling folk about Jesus Christ. I would just watch him, how easy it was for him to tell others about Jesus. How he broke the ice with people. And I learned some lessons from him. How to do it. Hanging with somebody who knew Jesus. Hanging with Jesus myself. Then go on and tell others about him. Don't you know God opened opportunities for us? Day in and day out. To let others know about Jesus Christ. 
Well, you're in the hospital visiting. That's a good place to tell folk about Jesus. Is he able to heal? Is he able to raise people up off their sickbed? Whether he do it through medical science or through prayer. If anybody get healed through medical science, that's the Lord. Thank God for medicine. Let them know who it is. Then they say, well, what did Jesus do for me? What did he do for you? Not only did he put bread on my table, clothes on my back, shoes on my feet, put a roof over my head, put money in my pocket, made provisions for me in life, but tell them the real gospel story. How he was miraculously conceived into a virgin's womb. How he was birthed off in Bethlehem. How he lived a sinless life. How he was baptized by John the Baptist. How he raised the dead and Clear the lepers and cast out demons. Unstop their fears. Open up blinded eyes. How he fed multitude, but don't stop there. Tell them he went out to Calvary and died on Calvary. Buried, but he rose again. And don't leave him there. Tell him he went back to glory. And he's coming back someday. Be ready, for he's coming back someday. You better know him, because he's coming back someday. Tell the people about Jesus Christ. Telling others about Jesus. Amen.